Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in. We always appreciate that you are here and listening to us. And I would like to say hello to Charles. How are you, Charles? I'm good. How are you? I am as well as can be expected. Yeah, we are broadcasting from a secure bunker. We are secure. We um, we dodged Laura. Yeah. Yeah, fortunately. Uh, we hope for the best with the impact and everything else over there. Honestly, Please. yeah, it's crazy. And so we're in the middle of all of this, right? We're in the middle of the pandemic. We've got the hurricanes are coming. You know, we're working from home. It's like, you think tragedies grow on trees? <laughs> tragedies grow on trees. It, it's starting to feel like that, right? But so I had a thought the other day. I thought like, well, what if all of this suddenly lifted, right? Am I ready? Am I ready for it to lift? Even like a dot. What would I post about? Right. <laughs> what would I say? What would I do? Am I like okay to even go outside at this point in time? Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So that's actually the theme of the show today. Are you ready? So are you ready for change stuff? for change. stuff? Right. And, and I wanted to talk about some of the things that I've been doing, some of the things I've been listening to, some of the advice that I'm hearing other people say, and kind of giving a whole bunch of different things to think about that you could cherry pick from. You know, I have to say that um, from lack of being ready, mm. just kind of going through the motions, I am kind of feel responsible for putting us all in this situation because... You personally? Well, if I'm part of it, right? If I'm not gearing myself for moving forward... Right. You know, making myself better, giving myself purpose. And I'm just toxic posting, toxic reading and sharing. I'm part of the problem. Yes, and I agree. Too much free time. You get sucked into that vortex. You do. And what I find is, is that I can get a couple of things. I can get kind of angry, like super angry, actually, for no reason. And I feel myself getting very ungrounded, which gives me a lot of anxiety. Society. Because I know you and I talked about this before about me being highly sensitive and you and I both being ENFPs, which is <laughs> extroverted, intuitive, feeling and perceiving. Like how did two people get together that are both ENFPs? Number one, well, but let we me react differently. We do react differently. But we are just what that means is basically we're a couple of just balls of feeling with mouths because yeah. we got that extroverted piece, right? So it comes out. We just start talking and then we tell ourselves we need to shut up and it gets crazy. You know, we, we, we talk about making a difference in the workplace even as one person. And when I hear that, that uh, intro, are you concerned about your job, concerned about losing, could almost today replace job with life. Yeah, know? yeah, you really can. And so – you know, in the first segment, what I wanted to do is I wanted to talk about the importance of routine, because one of the things that happened to me recently is 
my routine got messed up. And all of a sudden I started noticing that I'm a little bit, um, a little bit angrier, a little bit more depressed, a little out of it, a little, you know, I just wasn't really handling stuff well and not getting the stuff done that I wanted to get done. So I wanted to talk about the importance of routine because I feel that so many times people don't realize how important that is and how just a small, even like a 15 minute routine can set the day, can give you a different tone for the day. You know, um, it's important that you say that and that you take care of yourself. It's about us, right? Because Mm -hmm. nobody really cares. The angrier you are, Mm. the more entertainment we get, right? Out there in social media land. So if we're not careful, if we're not on that, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So we kind of need to look in inside us, every one of us right now, right? And start working on us. Right. Because in order to change the world, you need to change yourself. I mean, you have to put your own house in order first, right? You have to put yourself and your family and your house in order so that when you walk in the world, even if it's via a Zoom, that you're trying to not be toxic. You're trying to make things better. It's sort of like that analogy you make with the plane and the mask comes down. Right. I mean, that's such an old one. But yeah, I oh, mean, that really... Excuse me. Oh, pardon me. But it is it is still a good one. It is still a good one because it is true. You do need to keep yourself in order in order to make a positive impact. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to get angry. And we, you know, we've already had a couple shows on anger, but I'm going to talk a little bit about anger in this one too and what can fuel that anger and what we can start doing to kind of calm down so that we can make positive impacts. Excellent. And take care of things and look at things, start looking at things a little more objectively. So the best place to start is a morning routine. If you can put 15 to 20 minutes into a morning routine, that can make a big shift. And especially now that so many of us are working from home and we don't have the commute, there's a little bit of leeway there to have a good routine, not just roll out of bed two seconds before the Zoom starts, you know, run a comb through your hair and go, okay, I'm good. We'll put a hat on. Put a hat on, a uh, scarf. So, but it's way more than many of us working from home. Many of us are not working right? because we lost our jobs. Many of us are not working because we don't have to, right? Or but, many are working jobs where they're out in the public. And many of us are doing that. And the point is, Everybody has a morning, right? Yes, we all have a morning. And to give yourself that little bit of time. So I was doing some research on it. I know I have my own morning routine that I do. But one of the biggest things that everyone, all the experts say is that it's important to get up at the same time every day, regardless of what happened at night, that the importance of getting up every single day at the same time makes a big difference. Hmm. We've found that. If I, I can't sleep longer because it makes me crazy. I like getting up at the same time. So I'm going to also have a couple suggestions, more than a couple suggestions, quite a few suggestions as to what you can start incorporating into that morning routine. So maybe you have a little bit of time to walk or you could do some stretches or you can listen to something uplifting. Personally, I like to write for five minutes, just stream of consciousness to get everything out. 
And then I do a little emotional freedom techniques, also known as tapping, just for a couple minutes, nothing long, nothing crazy. But I find that that calms me down. And I also, if I've written something really toxic, I make sure I shred that page so nobody gets it. Because what I found with myself and my clients, we're afraid to write out what's actually on our minds because we think, well, what if my, what if I go under right at my desk and somebody finds this, right? <laughs> so that's why I say just shred it right afterwards to and get rid of it. you've been saying that for a while, tap mm-hmm. and shred or write and shred. Right. Um, and um, what the important thing for me is a routine means to do something. Not going to conquer the world. Right. And we don't want to boil the ocean. No. Um, I, I thought waking up the same time every morning became a habit. You're saying it actually helps. It does, yeah. That habit does help. It helps keep you in control. Like you have control around this one time of day. One thing I know for sure is developing a routine is not, I'm lucky I can get out of bed in the morning. That's my routine. Or, no, right? (laughs) Right. It means to do something. Yes. Right slowly calmly calmly right setting the tone for the day so i have a couple different things that i do like sometimes maybe i'll meditate for 10 or 12 minutes other times i need to write it just depends on what i'm feeling and what i need most days i'll go for a walk get out early and go for a walk at like 6 30. you know i spent most of my adult life whining about not having the time to do anything in the morning and having more stress than everyone in the world. So uh, Mm -hmm. uh, it justifies all my bad habits, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I can tell you and everyone earlier works. So you always have time. If you can get up a little earlier, you can go to bed a little earlier, Mm -hmm. right? There's always something you can do once you understand that it's for you. Right. And for some people, some people also like an evening routine. And I have a little bit of an evening routine. Like I like to read before I fall asleep. Other people like to stay up later. They do their writing then. It just depends. You have to, the biggest thing with any kind of a routine, anything that you start is you try it for a while. Let's say you try it for a week or two, but you want to make sure that after that time frame. That it's something that you like to do and you look forward to. If it's a routine that you hate, it's not a good routine. routine. So you're saying, though, that it could be the end of day could suffice as as that time as well as the start of day. Right. Sort of like dusk and dawn look the same. Right. Right. Like, you know, people that are lucky that have a pool, like some of them like to go to the pool later in the evening mm-hmm. just to relax and unwind. It's whatever works for you, but somewhere in your day, you need to take some time to relax and reground and get a hold of it. There's a lot of um, unrelated benefits to, to that as well. Like it kind of promotes one day at a time mm-hmm. um, and doesn't, allow you to dwell too much on what's in front of you because you're focusing on that day. Well, in 
and more than that is it grounds you. So what does grounding mean? It's like where you're feeling very centered and not all over the place. So by taking a few minutes in your day to ground yourself and get centered and do something that you like, listen to something positive so that when you're going into your day and going about your routine, you are doing it from a place of being centered so that you're not all over the place. You're not reacting. You're not just, you're not just a ball of reaction. Right. That's right. a good point. Yeah. Um, so I get it. We need a routine. Either start of day or end of day, we need a routine. Right. And it's not anything that anyone hasn't talked about before, but I think it's important to look at the routine that you want to do in the morning. It's the routine that you want. So there's so many different ways to have a morning routine or an evening routine or both, but you need to find a way that speaks to you, something that you like to do in the morning, not that some book told you to do. If you like what's in the book, that's cool, but pick something for yourself that you like to do. And think about, this is something, Jack LaLanne, remember the old days, <laughs> right? Um, he would say, would you give your dog a cigarette and a cup of black coffee and a donut for breakfast, right? Actually, <laughs> no. was sharp. He was sharp, right? So he's absolutely right. If you're not going to, if you wouldn't let your dog do it, there's probably a good reason for you not to do it. I think, though, I agree with that, of course. And um, there should be some guidelines and ground rules to some degree with what makes you feel good because. If you want to kill everybody from one side of the aisle or just trash and talk trash and cut and paste trash, I'm not sure that's promoting anything of value. Okay, so we'll talk about that. We're going to take our first break, and then we'll talk about that when we come back. Okay. So thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning Shared Leadership Training Seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information, go to charlieandeva.com. That's charlieandeva.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We are talking routine, um, and holy moly, we're seeing how important it is, right? There's no reason for any of this, you know, if, if we ground ourselves, mm -hmm. right, we can control so much more and move forward so much better. And to your point... When the sun comes back out um, and hurricane season ends and pandemic season ends and all those other seasons end. Right. And, and the alligators had all their babies from their season. Right. What and, are we going to do? And it's Tuesday morning. What happens then? Are we ready for that? Are we ready? Yeah. And you brought up a good point in the last segment about 
making sure that what you're doing is something that calms you and not fires you up. Like, I don't think yeah, worship, worshiping Satan first thing in the AM is really a good well, thing. Well, that's what I like to do. Okay. <laughs> what can I tell you? You know, that's what I do. I agree. That's what happens. It is what happens. Why? So you need to, and that's something that I wanted to talk about today too. I wanted to talk about a little bit later is like, looking to see what it is that you're feeding your soul with. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to say this, right? I'm not talking about me personally. I'm speaking hypothetically, right? Correct. I got you. Um, And so I've been listening to a lot of Jordan Peterson lately. And Jordan Peterson had written these like 42 rules on a website one time for life. I guess these kids were asking him about it. And from that came 12 rules for life. And I've listened to a lot of his. So um, he pared down the 42 to 12. To 12, right. But a lot of the 42s in the 12. And actually the 42, I almost like better than the 12. But that's a whole nother thing. I was just listening to the 42 the other day. But and I'm a little on the fence with him. I go back and forth with him. Uh, I haven't listened to everything of his. But one of the original 42 rules was treat yourself as if you were someone that you are responsible for helping. Mm. And I liked the way he worded that. I thought that was a really good rule because the way we treat ourselves tends not to be the same way we treat someone else that we're trying to help. Now, what I'm going to say about that, and there were other rules around that too. There's one thing I'm going to say about that. Like you don't want to be treating someone the way that you want to help that you don't like, right? <laughs> I'm going to help you because I don't like you and you need help, Yeah. right? That's not what we're talking about here. So I'm going to add a, an extra piece to that at the end of it, um, that you are responsible for helping that you love. That's part of the problem. People do that. It is. Yeah. And he talks about that later in some of the other rules. I would say that his 42 that got pared down to 12 mm. could have just been one. Okay, but you didn't even read the 42. So maybe. But that one, I think, is, is big. <laughs> What's the one? <laughs> the one you said. Oh, this one, the treat yourself. <laughs> well, if you if you had even like skimmed the 42, right? You might find one or two more no, that you like. One. No, you're good. I know. <laughs> so let's talk about that a little bit, right? So it's this is about this next segment is so we've got the morning routine, but there's also this bigger piece about really taking good care of yourself. Because like you said, if you're just fueling yourself with toxicity, your little heart as much as you think that this brings you joy to be angry, your little heart thinks differently, mm -hmm. right? And your heart is one day going to just blow because it can't take it. So you really want to look at how are you taking care of yourself? You'll hear people say, oh, I'm good with stress. You know, I'm okay with stress. I like stress, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden they get sick with something and their body is saying, it's like in, there's a book called by Gabor Mate called um, When the Body Says No. And the body says no. You know, yeah, you're telling us that you're good with stress, but your body is basically saying no. So this next segment is about how to really start taking care of yourself. And that's where it starts. It does. And one of the biggest places I think 
what I'm seeing and what I have thought for a long time is where people don't take care of themselves is in how they eat and drink. Yeah. And we've talked a little bit about this before, but I'm going to keep talking about it because I think it's a huge issue. The food that we're eating, man, we were at the beach the other day. Remember when we were at the beach and like those people, it was, it was 8 a.m. and people had bags of snacks, bags like of snacks. Funyuns and all this other stuff. Oh, hello. How can you be eating there? First of all, it's a hundred. I saw and you're eating salt. I saw a dog there. Stop. With a cigarette, black coffee. <laughs> I was having a Funyun. <laughs> Sorry. Right. But we digress. But we digress right now. But yeah, I mean, how is that going to how is that going to promote any kind of good feeling? Yeah. For you or the dog. It's like what you said, treat yourself like you would. How is that? How did that go? Someone oh, else. Treat Treat yourself as if you were someone that you are responsible for helping. Right, exactly. That you love. I ended I know, it. I ended it. And they think no matter what's wrong, you need something in your stomach. You need a little something. Yeah. But, you know, we want to apply some logic here. I agree with that. Um, so everybody that's not doing anything has a reason and an excuse for everything. Just go back to and read that rule out loud. I agree. But there's different ways of taking care of yourself. So one of the ways is watching what you're eating and drinking. And I'm going to go further and say it's about watching the sugar, watching the processed food. I mean, we started doing that. And then I actually came up with a course for that because it was so life changing. The Bentley, I call it. The Bentley. It was the Bentley, right? Because it was just absolutely life changing. Once we got rid of that, Took a little bit of doing, but once we got rid of that kind of food, what a difference. Yeah. Um, just a point here. Uh, I would mm-hmm. say in the past, oh, I'm sorry, it doesn't apply to me. I don't drink. I don't drink anymore. Well, I did, but. No, no, I, it's different than that because what we're talking about right now is we're talking about sugar and processed food. That's what I'm saying. It's way beyond the drinking, but the drinking is very important. Right. I'm going to talk about that in a second, but I want to first hit on the sugar and the processed foods because it makes such a difference. And people will say, well, I don't eat a lot of sugar. I don't eat a lot of processed foods, but you have to first start looking at the labels and what you're eating. And you're going to be shocked at how much sugar is in everything because it is in everything. And it makes a huge difference in how you feel and how you feel will then be reflected out in the world. And people being home right now, are not watching. And this is a perfect time. If there was ever a time that when we've been home more than ever to learn to cook a little bit, to learn to start feeding yourself a little differently, to get on YouTube and start looking at YouTube videos, you don't even have to spend any extra money. Makes grocery shopping easier. You actually save money because you're not buying all this junky food that's not good for you anyway. And it's not really feeding your spirit at all. Um, Makes a really big difference. I agree. Um, if we could ground ourselves to prepare food, mm-hmm. um, you go back a couple months back when I was with uh, my guys from the coasters, mm. and they were arguing about what they were having for breakfast. And the one guy was—I forget—he said he was eighty something. He said, "My body is my temple." Exactly. I'm not putting that in my body, no matter how hungry I am. The guy says, suit yourself, and he just <laughs> kept eating. And, but it was point well taken. 
It is because it, it does really make a difference in how you feel. It's beyond just like, oh, it's okay to have this. It's okay to have that. It makes a huge difference in how you feel. And it also brings down your stress levels because when you're not feeling good, you're really stressed out, which now is leading me into the next part of this, which is about drinking. And I am going to say it because nobody says it or they don't say it a lot is I think a lot of the anger out there right now is from drinking. Well, you know, is sometimes funny, but too often sarcastic as I may be when it comes to drinking and alcohol and drugs, there's no joking. This is very serious. I agree with you 100%. I see it. I see it uh, on the road. I see it when we go out. I just see it all the time. And what people never talk about, and it's absolutely true, is that drinking leads to anger. It always leads to anger. It's a depressant. It creates angry feelings. It it um, messes with your sleep. It causes insomnia. It does a lot of stuff. And I know that with people being home, they're thinking, well, I can just have a fast margarita. I can just have, you know, a quick shot. I can have this, that, and the other. I like a glass of wine with my dinner. You know, when that glass of wine becomes a bottle, it's a problem. And I would say that even a glass of wine with your dinner is an issue. And people get really angry with me about that. But I am telling you, I have seen the effects of alcoholism firsthand, and it is not pretty. And I know so many people that when they quit drinking, the anger goes. They just don't have the same amount of anger. It's like it's putting gas on a fire. Plus they sleep better, which calms us. Which lets you have a morning routine, which makes you then eat better. Because when you drink, you tend to just say, ah, screw it, I'm going to eat X, Y, and Z. Nobody's nobody's gonna tell me what I can and can't eat. Right. You know, I don't need this mask, and I'm gonna eat whatever I want. Look you at know. You. Right. Yeah. Up, Look at you. Right. Hung up, Mr. Normal. Don't try to gain my trust. Right. So, but I do honestly feel like some of the stuff that I'm seeing out there is fueled by alcohol, and very few people talk about it. They'll talk about the cannabis. Oh, they're smoking the pot. That's the, they're having the pot again. You can't make that legal well, everywhere. Or they'll people will say to us that or well, what about the drugs? I don't do drugs or the opioids, that's terrible. Right, Whatever because that's well, to- yeah, because and there is something to be said for stuff that's illegal, right? But people get addicted to prescription drugs that they took exactly per their doctor's instruction. You know what? It's that damn good RX coupon. <laughs> yeah, that started it all. <laughs> Yeah, but it's important to look at that because I think so many times people don't understand that their anger is coming from a place that's chemically induced. Yeah, sometimes you can see the as if their posts are slurring. They're slurring their <laughs> posts. Well, there is something to be said because you can slur your posts, right? You're the, that drunk, drunk posting. And you know people are posting drunk, and you know what they're saying is coming from. They're either hungover or they're drunk. How is that helpful? How is that going to get us forward? How is that going to help you or me the day after everything returns, the sun comes out? Right. 
You know? You're not going to be ready because the sun's going to get in your eyes. You're looking for a fight. There's nobody there. Right. And everybody's going to be looking at your bloodshot eyes. You're going to have to wear sunglasses. It's not going to be pretty. So I'm just saying, I'm just inviting people to take a look at that. Let's just take a look at that. Okay. It's time for our second segment. Okay. So stay with us, everyone. This is, this is Corporate Talk with Charlie Neva. We'll be right back. Let's face it. Getting noticed at work can be tough. And if you're someone that struggles with anxiety when giving a presentation, voicing your opinion, or sharing your skills with other professionals, it can be even tougher. Hi, I'm Eva Levandusky, and I know how it feels. You have the confidence, yet when all eyes are on you, the fear can kick in. I tried everything from Toastmasters to hypnosis, and nothing helped. But in my search, I uncovered a secret. There was nothing wrong with me. I just needed the right combination of tools and support. So I developed my own program that teaches you how to calm the physical symptoms, stop the negative self-talk, and shows you how to confidently step into the role of leader, regardless of your job title. If you do the work, this program is not only effective, it's fast. So reach out to me at eva at charlieandeva.com for a free 30-minute consultation. It's your turn to step into the spotlight. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. We are back, and we, we changed the name to Temple Talk. What are you talking about? Our bodies are our temple. That's right. Our bodies are our temple talk. And today's topic is: Are you ready? If the sun comes out tomorrow, are you ready to go out? And so we were talking about what we eat and drink. I want to talk about what we watch and listen to. Do you see that? Are they connected? Do you think? Sometimes not. No, not really. So here's the thing. I was thinking about the depression and somebody was, I don't know, I watch a million things and read a million books. But anyway, I was watching something and they were saying about how during the Great Depression, the filmmakers were making like, the Busby Berkeley movies, it was Fred and Ginger, they were dancing, it was all about being, you know, upbeat, and we're great, and blah, 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 right? right, yeah, and you could go to the theater for like a quarter, and you could sit there all day, watch a double feature, go to the matinee, and feel better when you walked out, and let's face it, we're sitting there scrolling through Netflix. Man, I thought the blood was going to come right through the TV. I'm telling you, right, and the horror movies out there, the action movies, we were watching Umbrella Academy, and it unnerved me the other night. Like yeah. I was not well after watching that, and I still want to see the next one. I don't that's know what the bad Pogo part. Is, a per- is he a person? Well, that's we can't talk about that here. But anyway, so but but there's nothing positive. I agree. Right, it's really hard to find something positive out there. But the filmmakers, movie makers, script writers, even actors. They go where the market is. I know. Right. That's what kind of what everybody's looking for. I know. I know. But but we're looking for it, but they keep giving it to us. Right. I mean, we keep I think that if they gave us something different, we would be looking for that. And we don't have that. We used to at least have like funny shows on TV that were written smart. You know, it was just a little bit different. But now suddenly it's really hard to find any of that yeah it's almost as if way too many of the public general public are suffering from what you were discussing in the previous two segments 
all we want to see more. Give me more. Give me more action, action, action. Right. And, and you realize that you're getting pummeled with all of this blood, guts, sh- shooting, everything's crazy. And then you try to go to sleep and it's like, oh, I can't sleep. You know, I'm really wound. Well, yeah, because it's really hard to watch something calming. So the only thing I would say to that is it's important to be really cognizant of what you're watching, especially if you're someone like me that tends to be on the highly sensitive side. So, and there's actually a website, um, the highly sensitive person, hspperson.com. You can take a quiz there to see if you're highly sensitive, but a lot of us are highly sensitive. Like for me, even bright sunlight, hello, we live in Florida can be too much at times. Don't be wearing a secure bunker. I know. But anyway, so it, it can be too much at times and the movies and all of that, I don't mind it. But sometimes if you're stressed out, you're not grounded, you're watching this stuff, it can just get to be too much. And all of a sudden it stays with you. And all of a sudden you find yourself like snapping at people or being angry and getting toxic, allowing that toxicity in. So it's so important, especially for the more sensitive um, listeners out there, to be very, very cognizant of what you're letting in through your eyes and ears. It's really hard. Right, we go from what we drink and what we eat to what we do in our routine to what we watch and listen to. I mean, where does it end? Yeah, but you know what? It's been going in there for a long time, and it's one of the reasons that we believe what we believe. We think we're all like independent thinkers, and that's us included, but it's simply not true. None of us are independent thinkers. It's all in there. It's all programming. And you got to be careful that you don't have some of that old PL1 programming in there, you know, (laughs) that assembler language in there that's so old. But yet, yeah, and you're in the loop and you still can't figure out, like, why you can't get out of this loop, why that circle's still spinning in your head. So hold on. I'm I'm just going to ask you something. Uh, Can you just repeat that again? Because I'm not sure. Um from the beginning though, (laughs) (laughs) about we think we're independent thinkers, but we're really have been programmed. We're absolutely programmed. Everybody's programmed. Everybody's programmed. You know, unless even now they were saying that somebody said, one of the people that I was reading used to go to, to, um, where the monks live. I don't know if it's like Tibet or whatever, no, wherever, But anyway, but the last time he went to a temple, this was a while ago already, that all he could see the light of the cell phones in the monk's pockets. Right. So even there, you're starting to get programmed. So it's really important to watch what you're taking in because it sticks with you. You think it's not, but it's sticking with you. Yeah. And it's also all the different stereotypes are sticking with you from there too. So that's why it's so important to like watch what you're looking at, you know, just what you're looking at because it goes in there. Even advertising, they've talked about advertising for years, but advertising is really set up to make you feel bad about yourself. You stink, your breath is bad, your hair's flat. You know, I mean, you're just, you're a mess. Like, how can you, how can you go out, right? You're just a mess. If you don't, if you're not using this product, you're not using this mouthwash, your teeth are yellow. Oh my goodness, you know. And, um, and here, 
this model supposedly eats these triple burgers, but she's a size zero, right? So, I mean, there's this total disconnect. I mean, the poor kids are just soaking in it because it used to be it was just on TV. Well, now it's on the TV. It's on your phone. It's on your laptop. It's on your iPad. It's everywhere you go. It's in the bathroom. Like, I forget what restaurant we went to. There was a screen in my stall playing ads. Like, I couldn't even have that moment. Soon, you know what? They'll have Zoom. Yeah, I know. You Zoom right from the (laughs) turlet. But but it's not funny because you're soaking in it. And you think you're thinking independently. It is not funny. I agree. Um, And everybody kind of believes they think independently, though, right? Mm -hmm. All the time. I mean, I argue with people all the time about someone will say one and one is two. And I said, but it's not. It's three, you know. Um, And it's because everything I watch tells me it's three. Right. That's exactly right. Right. So, you know, getting back to are you ready? I was thinking about that for myself. So if you just ask yourself that question, like if everything shifted back, are you ready? So I wanted to get away a little bit from the routine and what you're eating and drinking and then looking at also, like, are you ready? Is your resume ready? Are you, is your leadership skills ready? There's so much out there right now that you can do online that you couldn't do before. Like there's all these different places and classes and people are doing trainings online, some for free, and that you just didn't have that opportunity to do before. So are you taking advantage of some of those, some of those that talk to you a little bit? The bar is so high now because of that though, right? It Mm -hmm. really is. I mean, um, the workplace, the marketplace isn't going to wait for you to roll out of bed. So here's the interview. So I see you want to be CEO. Yeah, well, I know I've been working for a hundred years. I'm good. Do you have a routine? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, right? Well, they're not going to ask you if you have a routine walk me through a day. Right. Well, they're going to ask you though. I mean, are you clear on what it is that you want? Because right now with things shifting the way they are, they're not going to go back to the way they were. It's not going to go back. And if it does go back, it's going to be a long time. But I, I can't see any way that anything's going back to the way it was. And not only that, because of that, and I agree, it's not going to go back. <laughs> Things are going to change automatically. Like there's going to be abandoned strip malls and, you know, landscape is going to change and everything. And if we're not ready, right, we're just going to say, oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. Right. It's really important to understand and take the time to start to understand what it is that you bring to the table. And that's hard. I mean, we've always needed to do that, especially if you want to move forward in a career, but you really want to understand what is it that I bring to the table? What are my skills? What am I good at? Am I being authentic? Um, Yeah. You know, I just want to say that we practice what we preach as best we can. And I was going to say, as best we can. We know we always, we, there's times we fall short. Right. But yeah. Many, more often than not, and we're not perfect. We don't ever get it right. Sometimes we do, right? Mm-hmm. But even with all that said, I've never been in a better place since I started to address some of the things you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I, I, 
I feel like I have my own personal resources now at my disposal, clear thinking, logic, trust of myself when I, because I know I'm treating myself better. And right. It just helps me with everything. It does help with everything. You can't, you can't dismiss that as just sort of like new age thinking. It makes a big difference. Treating yourself well will then turn around and have other people treat you well. And I think the other thing that what all this is doing is that it's helping in some ways with communication because we're having to communicate because if you're on Zoom and you're not talking, I mean, you're not going to be listened to. You have to be able to really start articulating your thoughts and what you think and what you stand for and be able to bring that online. It's really important. Yeah, just a point on that is it's now, what, three months deep, right? So we're way past all of the zoom jokes right it it's way it, normal work day oh right. yeah it's more than three than three months deep and yeah it's just and it, it is becoming a normal work day but you also have to make sure that you know you're really looking at what it is that you're bringing to the table because you're going to have to be able to articulate that in a different way than you've ever had to before and there was something that i wanted to say too something that i noticed um was when You've got your mask on, right? You know, you're at the store. And I find myself, like I've always done, smiling at little kids. And little kids smile back at me. Through the mask. Through the mask. And what I realized what that was is it wasn't, it's never been with a kid about that you're showing your teeth as a smile. They feel your vibe, right? They feel your vibe. So that's why taking care of yourself is so important because people feel your vibe. God, I just think of these poor kids, you know, being tugged, put your mask on, and they see somebody that's giving them a good vibe, how they would embrace that. Yeah, you know, what I've noticed is that they're not really even, um, they don't really seem to be struggling so much with the mask. Sometimes they do, they don't like it, but for the most part when I've seen them, they're kind of like, feeling sort of adult about wearing the whole thing. You know, when I see them, they're kind of cute and they are really cute, but they do, they feel the vibe. And so that's why the whole having a routine, thinking about what it is that you bring to the table, all of that is really important um, because it changes your vibe and it gives a positive vibe. Well, we have a lot of homework. There's a lot of preparation here between what we eat, drink, feel, discuss, listen to, post, everything. Mm -hmm. It's like I couldn't have been doing anything more wrong. Well, no, I don't think that's true. I think you've been working on yourself a lot. I mean, we both have. And that's why we're talking about this because it's really important. You get tested when your buttons get pushed. It do, You do get tested when your buttons get pushed. Okay, so we're going to take our last break. Stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, Charlie here. Did you know Eva and I have a really cool e-commerce shopping site? It's shopcharlieandeva.com. Check it out. You'll find custom designs that might just make a statement about you. And some great gift items too. That's shopcharlieandeva.com. We're adding more designs every month, so be sure to keep checking back in. One last time, shopcharlieandeva.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Okay, we're back with our 
final segment, but we have a lot more to discuss here. We learned a lot. We're looking to make a difference. We got some good points and tools from E today. Yeah, and so just for a quick recap about what we've already discussed. So start looking at routine, you know, come up with a routine, a morning routine, but a morning routine that works for you, that calms you down, that is something that you like to do. There's so many different things. There's working out, there's walking, there's meditating, there's emotional freedom techniques, there's writing, there's two or three, there's some people like to read devotionals. Some people like to read something uplifting. Can I tell you where it started with me? Yes. Making the bed. Making the bed is a huge thing. And I think my night routine is cleaning up the space to make sure that for the next morning, the coffee's ready. We just hit the button. Yeah. The whole space is tidy. Everything's tidy so that when I wake up, I don't think like, ugh. I think like, ugh. So even when we have a stressful day, or just like uh, to you, when we have a stressful day, night and the day's over you still do that that kind of calms you it does calm me down in the morning when i see what's in front of me before i get wound i'm still challenging myself in that little you know five minute window to make the bed differently make a different pillow arrangement right (laughs) which that was never on your radar in the past and now it's become like a thing and if i make it it's like it screws up your whole day it just helps it helps uh tell me that I'm good at this. I'm accomplished already. And it's not even 6am. And you when you walk out of the room, the room is nice. Yeah, you know, the room looks nice. And then you go and you have your coffee and the kitchen's nice. You know, there's it's just nice to have everything in order, so that you can handle any chaos that might come your way. Just taking that moment to get grounded. And you used to try to stop me when I was tidying up the kitchen. Like, yeah, Why don't you doing, go relax? What are you doing? Ah, right, exactly. And I'd be like, this is calming me down. Thank you. So let me just do what I need to do to get my space in order the way I need it to be. And it's very grounding. The other thing was we got rid of sugar. We got rid of processed foods. And it made a huge difference for us. You know, I'm 30 pounds lighter. And I had been I had been at Jenny Craig. I had been working out. I had trainers. I had boot camp. I had everything. Never could lose any weight. We stopped eating sugar and processed foods. And the next thing you know, I'm down 30 pounds. You know, I had to say it, right? Mm. It goes back to uh, Jay Lay. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Well, he was, yeah, he said it was bad. So did Arnold. Yeah. You know, when you say you can't believe how many food products have sugar, Mm -hmm. same thing like with wheat when we cut out the gluten. I had no idea all these products have wheat in them. Yeah, and that was because of me, because I have a gluten inti- a really bad gluten intolerance. With sugar. Yeah. It's in everything. It is. It's in everything. It's really bad. So so we're just inviting you to take a look at what you're eating and drinking, and then also what you're listening to and what you're watching, because it makes such a difference. But then also, just putting in that small routine, making sure that that routine is something that you really like to do, that you do feel grounded afterwards, that you do feel better afterwards, and then start looking at, you know, updating your resume. What are the skills you bring to the table? How do you present yourself? Are there any places that maybe you could take this time where you're not commuting to learn something new? There's so much out there right now. There's so much out there right now, and it's not expensive, a lot of it. Um, I would go with someone that sort of resonates with you when you see it, but try it. Like, let's say you spent even a hundred bucks on an online course and it wasn't that great. I mean, it's not that much, 
You didn't lose that much. But always look at, you know, who am I? What do I bring to the table? And what do I want? Which then brings me to this last piece that I wanted to talk about is that while you're home, we know that things aren't really going to go back to the way it was, but start looking at what has worked during this time and what doesn't work. Mm. Because I think what people found was, and what I found, is that we were filling our days with a lot of filler activities that once those filler activities fell off, we were sort of feeling like, ah, it's a little bit of a sigh of relief. Like, I don't, I don't have to go to 14 birthday parties. You know, if you have kids, there's always a million people having birthday parties and stuff. I don't have to do this. Maybe I didn't like doing it that much. I always just felt obligated. And when those things started falling off, people were okay. And all of a sudden, too, like, some of us were getting our hair done all the time, right? And all of a sudden, we're, like, totally gray and our hair grew out. And oh my gosh, it's really not that bad. You know, maybe I am going to go completely gray or maybe I'm going to do this, that or the other, or maybe I don't like it and I want to go back to the way it was, but really take some time. That's a really um, important, smart self-analysis topic, especially now. It is. It's a really good, it's a really good thing to do right now. It really is, especially Mm -hmm. with all of the, uh, crazy postings going on, you're spending so much time in the wrong places. Right, and not paying attention to what's actually going on in your world. It's almost as if you took your own your own life hostage. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to see what's working and what's not. And it's sort of like what Warren Buffett always says, you know, when the tide goes out, you see who's swimming naked. Well, some people like to swim naked. You know, it yeah. is what it is. But... Um, you also want to see what is working and what's not and really seeing about, do I need to make some shifts here? Do I need to make some changes? Always coming from the place of it needs to start with me first, you know? And, you know, we need each other, right? Mm-hmm. We want everybody's greatness to come to the table. Mm-hmm. It'll make everything better. Yeah, we absolutely do need each other. But it's important it's important to look at where you're at in your life and your career and start thinking about what you bring to the table, how you need to shift, what's shifting, what you like, what you don't like, what you like in your personal space. You know, I was just, sometimes I'll even look around the house now because there's more time in the house and say like, this looks awful. This needs to go, or this is great. Like, why wasn't I paying attention to this before? And this more of a focal point, you know, just looking at things around the house, even with clothes and all of that. We were too busy going a mile, a million miles an hour. Right. Uh, You know, and even with a resume, you know, look at it and say, okay, if somebody reads this, they're going to want to pay me a hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. How do I make that happen? Or a buck 280, depending, depending on what you wrote. Right. So, um, we are our own leaders, but leading is a skill, right? It's a skill. It's a skill. And so I have two more Jordan Petersons that I liked. Is that out of the 42? Out of the 42. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I got two more out of the 42. I like this one a lot. Make at least one thing better every single place you go. Mm. And, We can do that right now, even with our masks, 
and even with a pandemic and the fact that we can't go everywhere that we want to go, you know, you see some garbage on the beach, you pick it up. You smile at somebody. You don't give somebody grief if you see that they're struggling behind the counter. You just, you take a little bit of time to make everything around you just a dot better. I think that's a really good way to be. Yep. You know, taking a moment and not being toxic, you know, and we're, you know, we're just like everybody else. We have our moments, you know, but just taking a beat and saying, does this make sense to say right now? Does it make sense? Is it, is it the right thing to do? Is it making something better? Is it making something better? You know, just watching that a little bit. So it's not only what you say, it's it's not only what you do, what you see, it's what you say. Right. And then in terms of work, I like this other thing. I like this other point that he said. He said, notice the opportunity. Notice the opportunity. Notice. I think it wasn't written right. Notice that opportunity lurks where responsibility has been abdicated. And. I think that that's also a really interesting point in terms of as we're talking about, are you ready? Looking to see what's out there, looking to see are there opportunities that maybe you hadn't seen before. Yeah, I have to. I want to come back to that because that's amazing. But I have to revisit those forty-two. The forty-two are good because they're pretty good. I like them better than the twelve. But like I said, I didn't get through all the twelve. That last one that you just said. Mm-hmm. Just. Weeks of hope. I know. It's all about hope. I know. I know. Yeah. No, I thought it was I thought it was really good. I have listened to him talk about the 12 rules. And I thought when he talked about them, they were really good, too. Um, But I liked I actually liked the 42 the best. But that's what we wanted to leave you with today, that there is hope and hope always starts with us and that. It's time to start looking at your routine, what you're doing, what you're doing to ground yourself, what you're doing to get ready for what's coming. If everything shifted tomorrow and the sun came out, are you ready? We're not talking about the second wave. We're talking about Mm -mm. the future as we want it to be. Right, that we can start shifting it from where we're at. We can't change everything, but we can certainly change our attitude and our demeanor. And what I'm learning is to not hold my life hostage by saying things like, ah, everybody screwed up, or ah, it's never going to change, right? It's Mm -hmm. my life that I'm holding up when I say that. Right, and understand that it's up to us to start looking at what is happening now. And and there's another piece that I don't really have too much time to talk about, but it's about being honest with yourself, about telling the truth to yourself at least. You know, being honest with yourself, taking a look in the mirror and thinking to yourself, "Is is this what I want to present to the world? Is this who I want to be? Is this how I want to be? That has helped me. Yeah. When it's you on you, be your harshest critic. Right. Um, Come on, we need everybody's greatness. We do. So that's all I have for today. Excellent, excellent theme, Eva. We're going to start making sure we try to make things better throughout the day. Right. And if any of you have any other suggestions for us as well, please reach out to 
either Eva at charlieandiva.com or charlie at charlieandiva.com. Yeah, we're a team. We always like to hear from you. So until next time, have a great week. Yep. And we will talk to you again soon. Make something better. And we'll see you guys next time. (laughs) This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Diva. Have a great day. Bye, guys. You've been listening to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Diva. Special thanks to our producer, Randy Meyer, and the entire TalkZone family. All of our replays are available at TalkZone.com or download the free TalkZone app so you can listen to our show at any time. Your suggestions and comments are always welcome. Just email us at info at charlieandiva.com. Thanks again for listening. This is Charlie Lobosco. If you're working on a development project practicing agile methodologies, this message is for you, regardless of your role on the team. Agile is a faster, smarter, and more efficient way to develop and deliver continuous results. If this is not happening in your Agile environment, reach out right now. My Agile coaching and certification training programs empower you with Agile skills that encourage collaboration, increase productivity, and even improve overall team morale. Now that's making a difference. I say, become Agile certified the right way, regardless of your role on the team, and then watch what happens. Reach out right now to charlie at charlieandiva.com and let's continue this conversation. Your future is counting on you.